Welcome to the Burgundy Gold Knuckleheads podcast. And as always, through hell and high water is my main man, Reggie. Man, can I? I don't. I don't have nothing good, man. I'm um, my mood, brother. My mood is. It ain't. It ain't good, man. I usually like to come in with something a little upbeat, something snazzy, just kind of get the get the chuckle in, you know. Yeah. Get our listeners, you know, on the on the on the man. These guys getting ready to do something funny, say some stuff that's earth shattering. But uh, not today, brother. Not today. No, this is a as a Commanders fan, you every loss hurts, right? And then there's oh, yeah. just some that 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 not only they hurt more, but they're like almost numbing. And that's how this one was. It was it was ugly pretty much after the from the second play of the game on was an ugly game if you're a Commanders fan. You mean like after kickoff? No, because the first the no the first play was a was a swing uh, kind of Samuel's around picked up about twelve or fourteen yards. I'm like, okay, that was a good play. After that, it it, it was hard. Uh, you know, we had plays here and there, but we could never string anything along throughout the game, uh, defensively or you know, from a defensive perspective or an offensive perspective. <sighs> I mean, here, why why, well, why you guys just... why. You, I was going to say, do you want me to go over just a few numbers while you gather yourself? <laughs> well, let me – you know what? Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go all ahead. Because right, right. uh, for, for those that are listening in, Ken and I are doing this podcast probably within a matter of, call it 45 minutes post-game. Oh, this is fresh. Uh, yeah, to, this is fresh. Yeah, this is, this is fresh. This is – we both have departed from uh, our local bar here. Uh, in the Dallas area, watching the game together with some other fans and stuff, and uh, we've both arrived at our our uh, homes and logged in to kind of get this podcast. So this is fresh. This is not having a whole lot of time to digest uh, what we saw today. Um, so a lot of this, these uh, these numbers, these feelings, these the, the comments and things, is just fresh fresh after watching this game. Um, right. That being the case. We've not seen anything on Twitter. We've not heard any of the post-game interviews with no. the coaching staff, Ron, or anybody that of that nature. So if you hear some, hear us say something and you're like, no, that's not what happened or whatever, it's because we've not heard anything. So, uh, But with that, so I can gather myself, Ken, you go right ahead, brother. <laughs> well, just a few of the numbers real quick. Um, obviously, Washington lost 24-8. to eight. Um, Just a few things that I noticed. I mean, some are just numbers, but uh, – uh, Philly scored all 24 points in the second quarter. Uh, Washington scored all eight points of theirs in the fourth quarter. Um, Hertz threw for 340 yards and three TDs. Um, Carson Wentz was 25 for 43. That's a astounding 58% completion percentage uh, for 211 yards no touchdowns and a fumble. Um, Philadelphia, which I'm sure we'll get into, uh, hit Washington with nine sacks. Um, and if it wasn't for those, I, I can't, I'm not dismissing them, but Washington on their on their side had three sacks. So normally we would say three sacks is, isn't a bad game um, ah, if we're just agreed, agreed. Look, if we're just looking at numbers. Um, 
and those are the kind of the basic raw numbers uh, where we sat there. I think um, you know as we go into it here briefly, I will raise my hand and say I was completely wrong on how this game would potentially play out. Not just from a win loss perspective, but you know some of the things that Washington did. Washington, we were worried about the run game from Philly, right? But we contained Hurts. We contained uh, what was his name? My, Miles. Miles, um, Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. You know, we contained both of those. They didn't kill us, and somehow we just struggled on defense. Defense wasn't horrible, but they're still with those two things. I I thought if we controlled the line of scrimmage for the most part and didn't let them kill us that we would be in good shape um but anyway before we go into it i'll I'll turn it over to you Uh, i'm sure you have some feelings about what i said as well as uh the game and how it all played out no i i i tend to agree that i think you and i both had some concerns going into this game and for the second week in a row i'm saying I could not have envisioned the game going um, panning out the way in which it did. Um, right. I, I I'm at a loss for words to, if I'm being honest, to 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 try to explain away um, what we're seeing on Sunday. This is the second week in a row where we're seeing uh, uh, something going on with this team that just doesn't add up. Um, to your point, I know Philly scored. 24 points. What was the final score? 24-8. Okay, they scored 24 points total. And it it didn't look like they dominated the game. To, to your point, they didn't just run all over us. I mean, to me, they had a typical NFL game. Your quarterback throw yeah. for 300 yards. He threw a couple touchdowns. If you got a decent quarterback, that's a, that's a typical NFL quarterback stat line. And, um, and yeah, and but, if you would if you would have told me that – our offense, I'm sorry, our defense was going to hold them to 24 points. I said, I think we're going to pull this game out. We we we'd had a chance to to <laughs> yeah, to, to compete in this game. Yeah. Um, the other the other part about this is it it looked different. If you watch Philly play it all on uh, uh, against Minnesota, they dominated that game. Mm-hmm. They they didn't dominate us from from the eye test. What they did was. We just seemed very inept on the field. And to your point, at some point, the dam is going to break. You can only hold a good team for so long. Our defense, it was, what, 10 to nothing at at one point. Then you turn around and we give them uh, uh, short yardage and they score and makes it 17 17 to nothing as opposed to 13 to nothing. And at that point, I was like, "We, we might be in trouble. Um. I don't know. Um, I've been saying for quite some time here that I'm going to wait four games in before I give an assessment on this team. I'm not sure I need a fourth game. I'm not sure I need a fourth game. Um, two, two weeks in a row, this team seems to have, I want to say get off the bus because one game we were in Detroit last week. Right. This week we were at home. Um. I don't know if they've tuned Ron Rivera out. I don't know. Like, there's no energy. There's, you know, Ron Rivera is talking about the players just got to make the play. And you're right. You're right, Ron. 
But for the second week in a row, we look flat. We look flat just from an emotion. I mean, we, we're playing at home in front of our fans, and you don't even see the emotion from our players. But Philly came out. They're ready to go. They're jumping around. They're high-fiving. They're ready to go. They brought half of their fans down uh, from Philadelphia to, to our stadium. And for the second week in a row, our opponent looks way more amped and excited to be on the field to play us than we looked and ready to play them. I don't know if the message has gone stale. I, I don't know what it is. But what I can tell you is, for this to be year three of Ron Rivera, but yet year two for Philadelphia's head coach, we look like two different teams. We look like two different teams heading in two different directions. And whatever is happening in, uh, at the new Nova Center or whatever the hell is that they got some sponsorship on over there, something's going on over there, and I don't know what it is. But my eye tests and what I see for the second week in a row, this is going to be a long season. I predicted this team to get 10 wins. I don't see how well, in the hell they get 10 wins. And, and, and I'm going to – I'll circle back around to that. But, you know, going back from last week to this week, I mean, this this entire game looked like the first half of last week, right? Um, and in the first half of last week, from an offensive perspective, they, they were – they were blitzing Washington and Carson was struggling. The offense was struggling and they made some adjustment at halftime. And all of a sudden we started moving the ball. It was, it was like a two totally different games almost. And correct. And we both thought that lessons were learned there from a coaching staff, from a players, from adjustments. And they went right back to the first half in Detroit and decided to play an entire game like that from an offensive perspective this week, um, nine sacks. And, th and that doesn't include the pressures, right? Um, well, we, we know I, Philly has a good defense, right? And we knew that they would put pressure. We knew they would get sacks. We knew, they're, they're a good defensive team. We talked about that in the pregame. Right. But the one thing we talked about all offseason – of all the things we discussed, we never had any concern about our offensive line. Right. Right? We talked we about our solid. offensive line coach. Solid. Yeah. Yeah, they let these guys go. They brought in some couple veterans, blah, blah, blah. We thought, hey, this is going to be a solid offensive line. They'll be fine. That's the least of our worries. Right. They're almost to the point that they're our number one concern. For the second week in a row, we can't protect anybody. Yeah, yeah. So I don't and, care and who, who you have behind center. We can't protect anybody. So that's going to affect the passing game. That's going to affect the running game. And you can go all the way down with all the marks about what Carson did and didn't do, what the what the, what the, uh, the, the running backs aren't doing. If you can't protect and block people, it doesn't matter who's wearing a uniform. And I'll say that for, I, for I agree. Pat Mahomes. I mean, look in the Super Bowl uh, two years ago when Tampa beat uh, Pat Mahomes and Kansas City Chiefs. Remember, they're, they're, I think they're almost in – Started offensive line, at least their tackles were out of the game. It makes right. a difference, right? And, and, and I think the one thing the one thing we were not concerned about seems to be our number one problem, at least for the past two weeks. Yeah, the and I, and I don't disagree, right? And and I don't know what happened that they've struggled so much. Um, you know, these are are all veterans. Whether they've been, you know, some have been with Washington for a couple years. 
a couple guys are new, but they were veterans and were productive where they were before. Right. Um, but I, I don't want to go off the deep end on this thing, on this next topic here. What I'm bringing up is Carson Wentz needs to play better. Okay. He, I, I, okay, I hang, will hang on, say, hang on I, before I, you I will, do that. But, hang on before you do that. Okay. So, so you, you mentioned, and we'll come back to Carson. You mentioned yeah. that, uh, uh, that I changed hats. I did. did. If if anybody else didn't notice, that's not the hat that he was wearing uh, at <laughs> the right. game. Yes. You know, we, we were at the game. I got my beat Philly shirt on, but I had on a commander's hat. Correct. I put this on for the podcast for one reason, because I wanted people to understand my feel. My feeling is I feel like this is the same team. I feel like we're going into year three with Ron Rivera. He said that year three is supposed to be how you measure. Well, Ron, we're measuring you now. You said give yourself a chance. This is the year. Well, based on these results, Ron, we look like the same team. We look like the same team, brother. So I'm going to put this on. I'm going to wear this for this podcast because I want it to be symbolic of it doesn't matter what the name is. We seem to be the same team prior to you getting here. And in the past two years slash three games, no change, brother. No change. But go ahead with your Carson Wentz thing, Ken. Well, I, I know a lot of people know that I was not a big fan of Carson Wentz coming to Washington. I thought that potentially we could do better. I thought we gave up a little bit too much for him. Um, but I've tried to give, but now that the season has started, I've tried to give him credit for the things that he's done right. Cause the first couple games, he has done some things right. Not a, not a perfect quarterback. I'm not trying to put him as a, as a top five quarterback, but I thought that he had played well. This is the first, what I would say, an entire game where Carson Wentz did not play well at all. Um, I understand he was, you know, the his offensive line wasn't helping him at all. But Carson Wentz, if we want him or expect him to be a franchise quarterback in games like this, that quarterback needs to elevate his game. And and it didn't happen. He didn't make it easy on his receivers with his passes. Uh, when he had time, his passes could have been a lot better. He had he had receivers thrown behind him, underneath him, a handful of high passes, and and just some were just flat out misses. That the receivers on a I forget who it was, maybe it was Dotson. Uh, it was like a five yard scrape right across the line, and he couldn't even get his hand on. I mean, he didn't touch the ball. It was a in the air was probably a through the air, it was probably a 10-yard pass, but he was only two yards in, but over to the side. And Dotson, he couldn't even put his hand on the ball. You you cannot win this. I'm going to say it again until the world uh, either agrees with me or tells me to shut the hell up. Your pass is seven yards and in. To be a successful quarterback and a successful team, you need to be hitting those at – 80 85 percent completion rate and hit him in stride if you want to have success that's how you get your weapons your you know, your terry's your curtis you know jahan to make the playmakers get the plays it's not just getting into their hands right it's hitting them in stride so they can make that break so they can miss the tackle so they can cut to the left right stop whatever it is juke somebody and go and carson wentz is not letting those players 
He's not putting them in a position with his passes to be able to do that at all. When we saw it the first game and he was throwing it very, very well, the offense was very productive on that. Again, this is not all Carson Wentz's fault, but he has not elevated his game when things are going well. Uh, I'm sorry, when things aren't going well, I want my quarterback and my stars to elevate their game and, and carry us through, get get us through the game to keep us competitive. I got you. So let me ask you this. Does it surprise you that Carson is not doing that? All the things that you described. Um, does it surprise I, you that he's not being accurate, he's throwing the ball over the receivers and all those things that you just described? Does that surprise you? For an entire game like this, I would say yes. Okay, this, this was a bad game for him pretty much from beginning to end. He made, he made it's bad, very it's few... bad game for the team, Ken. It's a bad game for the team. Absolutely, absolutely. But even, all, but even his passes throughout, throughout the game – there weren't a whole – I mean, not every single one was behind. He had no time, like that. He had no time. I understand. But when he had time, it, it, it was, you know what? It was a – Every quarterback started hearing footsteps or, or the timing, the rhythm is thrown. It happens, right? But, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, let, me, let, me, let me go. I, I know where you're going on this, right? And so you can't have it both ways, right? If you hear the footsteps, then get rid of the ball instead of taking nine sacks. If you hear the footsteps, he didn't take nine sacks, Ken. He had there were nine sacks. He didn't take nine sacks, right? Just like last week in Detroit, that that not, strip not all that nine, turned to not all nine were on the offensive line. Fair okay? enough. The, off, the offensive line did not play well the whole game. I'm not trying to stand up for the offensive line, but there was times the, the fumble that he had. Uh, a couple of other things. He had an opportunity to throw the ball away. I'm not saying he to hit the receiver, throw the ball away, be there for an, for the next play, rather than taking the sack. It, it, would Philly have still had five sacks, six sacks? Yes, but uh, how many how many sacks with Carson? That, that that you that, just right off the top of your head, how many you say? At least two. At least two. Okay, there were seven other sacks that happened today. It had nothing to okay. do with Carson then. I, I understand, oh. but. But what okay, I'm saying so, is, it, so 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 again, two, Carson giving two sacks, Carson being high with his throws, Carson being inaccurate, missing receivers, all those things. Does that surprise you? Um. Well, you're talking about you're talking about somebody who was doubting Carson once from the beginning, to where so, so, to where so, so, to where the knucklehead Reggies of the world <laughs> was not on the same boat before the season started. So I'm ask you again. Carson taking sacks, Carson hitting receivers, um, not hitting re open receivers, being a little inaccurate, all of these things that you described. Does it surprise you to see Carson doing these things? The answer should be no, Ken. For the most part, no. Okay. You know what the difference is? Is I bought into a little bit after I heard people dressed in burgundy and gold and changing their hats after the game tell me that this is the best this is the best lineup that he's ever played with better than and Philly, better than, and, and yet the results of his accuracy are the same that's all i'm saying so let me so, he, so let me make my point 
The way Carson is playing should not surprise you. It didn't surprise me. What? But okay, let me let me. How finish. does it not surprise you? Finish. Go ahead. If you let me, if you let me finish, right, Carson's play. Is is a knucklehead catfish here? Go ahead, Reg. No, no. Let me let me finish. Let me let me explain what I'm getting at here, Ken, because I think you confuse my counter arguments to Carson Wentz and the critics is that I think he's a pro he's a top five quarterback in this league and I don't what I'm simply saying here is you shouldn't be surprised at the play that you see from Carson Wentz because I don't what I said was one even with all of his issues his warts and everything you just described he's better than anything that we've had in a very long time so you're gonna have to deal with the good and deal with the bad but even the inaccuracies taking sacks, the fumbling, all of those things still is better than what we've had and gives us a better chance to win. What I also said is perhaps some of those things will change and look a little different regarding his uh, completion percentages and things of that nature would get better because he's got better talent. His win-loss record, some of those things we would expect to be a little bit different results because he's playing with a better O-line, better receivers, uh, better defense, all of the things that we all thought that by bringing Carson Wentz to our team, we had some things in place that therefore he wouldn't have to be expected to carry the team when they're down 22 points in week two against Detroit and then down 23 points in the first half against, against uh, good Philly. There should be, well, there should, there's it's, enough it's talent. Part, it's, it's part of his reason. I mean, he's part of the reason that we are down 17 to nothing, 22 to nothing, 24 to nothing, whatever it is. He's part of that reason. So it's not like, oh, well, now it's on Carson. I'm not saying it's all his fault, but he's part of the reason. Can't listen. That, that, that's fine. Listen. Wait, wait, we, let me we, ask you this. Last week in the first half. Last week in the first half. This week in the first half, we saw Carson not having enough time to, to throw the ball. Agreed. That's offensive line, Ken. I agree. So, so for you to say that Carson is part of the reason, what is he going to do? There's, there's, there's no time to throw the ball. He shouldn't take the sack. We, we saw the, the game this week, today, where he, he's held on to the ball. If the, pressure, if the defense is getting the pressure on you, then you have to make the adjustment, Carson. And that's where we would expect having uh, Scott turn on the sidelines and they're having that face-to-face communication. Be like, hey, what are you seeing out there? Other than the old line not being able to block anybody, so then we need to change up our scheme. We need to do something where we're doing a quick step drop. We need to do something where we're doing some draws. But we need to do something different other than trying to drop back and go deep. But to simply say that because Carson put up X number of yards in the first half and had five sacks in the first half and all that, you can't put that all on the quarterback, Ken. The offensive line's not blocking anybody. I understand. And like I said, if I'm blaming, I think we're – Offensively, from what we saw during the game, again, I, I can go back and look. Uh, if I'm sure we'll start seeing some tape during the week of receivers either open or not open, right downfield. Uh, typically, when you watch, you got TV, time to throw to them. I, I don't care how open they open. I understand. I don't care how open I, they are. But let's just say they're not open, so he didn't have anybody to throw to, right? That's <laughs> if if not, then that's that's to, to Carson's defense. He's holding the ball a little bit longer because nobody's getting open, right? I'm, I'm, let me, I'm standing let me, up let me for say him this. on that. Okay, let me say this. After three games, 
Carson Wentz doesn't make top five of my issues with this team. That may shock you. It may not. But I'm just going to tell you, of all the things that you're talking about, Carson Wentz doesn't make top five issues with me when it comes to my assessment of this team. I got At, at this point, not, I got a lot of other things to be worried about because Carson Wentz is not absolutely. the problem right now. So to me, note, what I've seen... On the same note... Okay. If Taylor Heineke was behind center at quarterback this year, our record would be the same. So again, so then that means it's the quarterback is the issue. According that to means you. It, no, what it's telling me is, is we, 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 we both recognize the limitations and limits of Heineke, right? And supposedly Wentz was an improvement and we went and spent, what is it, $28 million a year and draft picks to get this guy, and we're no better. He hasn't made the team any better to this point from a record perspective. Does he have some throws that that uh, Heineke can't make? Absolutely. Do you think Heineke could have dipped out of a few of the sacks today and made some plays with his feet? Absolutely. So, so you rather, I mean, have, so you rather have Taylor? I'm not. You, I'm, so you want Taylor? I'm, three Did games in, have- there's... Three games in, there's not a difference. Okay, but that's my that's not my question. My question is: So, would you rather have Taylor on the center at this point? Flip a coin. Until, until you tell ha- me. Hold on, I'm hold asking on, you. Yes or no? I'm, I'm, I'm going to switch the the uh, the ticker here for everybody. You know, from uh, that's fine. C- c- now, now, still, now, I still need I still need an answer. Would you rather have Taylor on the center right now? Um, I would like to see some more of Wentz, but I, I oh, this is all you got. You got three games, Ken. Look, so look yes or no I, question. You got three games. Would you rather have Taylor under? under since do, you say the second, results are no do I, do I want do I do I want my ugly girlfriend that I had last year, or do I want my current ugly girlfriend? They're, <laughs> look, they're both ugly. They're both ugly I, at, at this point. I'm gonna try which, this again. Which ugly girlfriend? Which ugly girlfriend do do you want, Reg? I re- you are, everybody knows who I'm at, who I want right now. I'm asking you. Okay. So after three games, who do you want on the center? I'm fine running it with Wentz. Okay. All things unequal. Our offensive line played better with Taylor. So when Taylor played last year, the offensive line wasn't playing a lot better than what we're seeing now. You need to go back and look at some. You need to. Look, no, we're playing bad now. I'm talking about the whole season now. Because there were some bad games for the offensive line. Because I got to remember also, we were on fourth, fifth string center. I mean, I think that at one at point. Of, that was at the end of the season. Right? That was at the end I'm of the just, season. I'm just saying. Right. Did, anyway, did, did, listen, listen. You, you, I'll let you. I'll I'm let just you saying at this all... point. I'm just saying right now, that this part of the season, I think Heineke would have been one and three, just like. Wentz is, I'm sorry, one and two out of three games. They I'm not, both I'm not the so same sure. At, at the way the offensive line is playing and then the defense is playing, I don't know. I, the, the record may have been the same, but I don't know that it would have looked the same. But I will say this again, because this, is, this isn't necessarily a Carson Wentz podcast. Carson Wentz is the least of my worries right now. So if, if you want to go ahead and and give all the reasons why he's the major reason why this team is not playing well, you go right ahead because – you don't get an argument from me because look, I feel like he's the least of my look, word. I'm right the, now concerned offense, about until the, I, 
I'm concerned about until the offensive line. Offensive sorry. line. I'm concerned until about the, the coaches, the play calling. I'm concerned about the players. I don't know if we got the right players. Head coach. I don't know if they're tuning people out. They're not showing up and getting it done everywhere on the field. So when you lose games like this. Absolutely, every, everything and everybody comes into question. And it's, it ain't just been until, one game, though. It ain't just been right, one game. Right. That's what I'm saying. The I mean, we like I said the after the. Um, game against the Lions, we thought, okay, they figured it out in the second half and they'll, they'll be ready because we talked about every single team is going to do the same thing. Until the offensive line gets better, Heineke and Wentz will both have, might be different problems, but they're both going to have problems with this offense and the offense overall is going to have problems. This, this team should never see Taylor Heineke on the center again. I'm just going to say and that. that's And that's but, fine. But with... Everything that we're seeing, I've always been like, let's give these guys the benefit of the doubt until I see it. Year three, here we go. At this point, you have to question the Tim Settle, the Matt Ioannidis. You have to question um, the uh, Andre Carter, Eric Flowers. I would say Andre Carter, uh, I agree. Land Absolutely. Landon, Landon Collins. You, got, you have to question uh, Bostic, Mayo, uh, Holcomb, Jamin Davis, you have to question all of the decisions this team has made. Norwell, Trey Turner. I mean, you you let go people and brought in people. Everyone teases us about bringing all the former players that have played for Ron Rivera. Look, man, it Ron Rivera's not won a Super Bowl, right? He went to one. He had a franchise quarterback. Outside of that, we talked about it. His, his, his career has always been very mediocre. And with the career being mediocre, and then they're bringing in all these players that played for him that made his team very mediocre, and now he's showing up in Washington. Like, we have to question this now. I was all about, hey, question let, them, that, let them make what they Since year one when he started bringing everybody. I know, but, but some of us was preaching, hey, well, let's just see what's going to happen because you're making all the calls, you're making all the decisions. So until you put it all together and, and show us that we need to let you do what you need to do because year three is the year. Okay, here we are. We're in year three. So now I, can, I, can, now I should be able to question how this is all panned out. And right now, the way it's panned out, either you got the wrong players, you got the wrong coaches, the message has gone stale, you're being tuned out, you done lost a team, you got the wrong coordinator, something is not right. Because you brought in the players, so then maybe we should be questioning you as, as a personnel guy, Ron. You brought in oh. your guys to help you as a GM, then maybe you got the wrong you got the wrong two Martys in here. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, uh, you know, darts to be thrown at potential problems here right now, right? You, there's, not a, there's not a shortage of darts, right? But, but my, but my point, my point of bringing that up, though, is simple because Ron has always tried to tell the media and the fans is this is a five-year plan and to be patient. We should start seeing results by year three. Right. Okay, we're in year three. So now here, where are the results? The results are the results that come back is not good. It's not looking good. That doesn't mean they can't turn it around. But the schedule was set up, Ken. And I understand Jacksonville has gotten better. Detroit has gotten better. But the schedule was set up for us to show improvement. Even if it was fool's goal, because it was Jacksonville and Detroit. But we right. we, we we barely beat Jacksonville and we, we, we got a butts whipped by, by Detroit. 
And then so we get our first division game. And then again, the offense looks like it's very inept. So what is it? Is it the players? Is the coaches? Because Ron said, if you do what we ask you to do and it doesn't work, it's on us. But if you don't do what we ask you to do, then it's on you. So what, what is happening? Somebody's not doing it right. So, so the past couple weeks, they called out a couple players. So now I need to start asking you about the coaches. Because something is not clicking. So, Ken, we've agreed. There's too much talent on this team. We got we have better talent than Detroit. But something's Doing, not clicking. I, I'm I'm going to tell you right now. Something's you, not you clicking. Mentioned, you mentioned it in in passing uh, towards the beginning of this podcast um, that I was in the minority of Washington fans, right? Not nationwide, but I was in the minority of nation uh, Washington fans of Washington fans when I made the prediction of us being eight and nine for the season and you and other people just about fell out of your chairs, right? Most people, (laughs) most Washington fans were double digit, right? They were 10. I'd say 10 was the most, probably the most common uh, prediction. Heard a couple of 11s out there and and while I understand the optimism, we haven't done it. We haven't had anybody who's done it on another team and came over here, right? We're, we got moving parts, whether it's Wentz, whether it's whatever uh, free agent players that we have. We ha- it's not like we had the superstar over here, defensive lineman, you know, linebacker, uh, quarterback that was successful somewhere else and went here and go, man, he's going to continue to be successful here. We haven't had it. That's why I keep on preaching hashtag prove it. And the bar should have been, I'm not going to say low. It should have been moderate at best and let everybody exceed because, because you don't think Washington players uh, heard all the, you know, 10, 11, man, this offense, this offense is going to be crazy. Just like last year, this defense is going to be dominating this year. The <laughs> offense is going to be dominating. And you know what? It's a big fat turd that gets dropped on the Washington fans. You, you, you get no argument Mike, from me, man. Mike drop. You get no argument from me. I don't like the fact that you're feeling real good about this, about this. I, I, I told you so. It's still I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong. And, I don't know that you want to be. And yeah. it is still early. And it is still early. It is still early. But right now, you feeling like I told you so. I don't like that. Just let you know. As my boy, I don't like that. Uh, it's, it's I told you so because everybody, <laughs> just like we see other cities, including the one we live in, where people always, they, they look through burgundy gold glasses all the time. And I root, I yeah. root. Hey, when the game comes on, boom, my burgundy glasses are on. So, so, but when the game is over and I'm evaluating and looking at my team and my coaching staff and the decisions and the moves that they make, whether they went and did too much, too little, whatever it is, I got to be realistic with it. Me too, Ken. But what baffles me about this team is, and I'm going to say it again, it's not the quarterback that's bothering me. There's, there's, all of a sudden, it seems like we got what I'm going to say. There's this a is, lot of my problems opinion. right now. This is my opinion only. 
finally we get what I'm going to consider stability at the quarterback position. Even if, even with his warts, I feel like he's a stable presence at the quarterback position. And now all of a sudden where we were supposed to be pretty steady, it's starting to fall apart. And it's like we can never put a complete team, a complete game together. It's like, okay, we finally get a guy that should be able to put us over the edge, Carson. And now all of a sudden we can't fucking block anybody. Now all of a sudden we can't run the ball. All of a sudden, Antonio Gibson, who averaged five yards a game, can't, can't get past the line of scrimmage. The defense can't tackle anybody. Cam Curl coming in with his, like, what are we doing? You're safety, up against a, you're safety against a tight end, not a corner. You're safety against a tight end, and you come in and you throw one of these, and the guy just basically sidesteps you. But so it's, it's like it's the foolish. team just all foolish, of a sudden, yes. it, it feels like the team said, oh, man, we finally got a quarterback, so we don't have to play as hard. And now everybody then stopped doing their job. I don't know what it is because the team that we had prior that I thought was going to be improving and then now we upgraded the quarterback position, I thought was going to make this a solid team. And that's why I said 10 wins. Well, and, and, I, will, and I will say, seeing, yeah, and I will say, um, and I, 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 you know, if, if there's a game we all want to win as Washington fans, it's next week against Washington, right? It's Dallas. Right. I'm sorry. Da Washington against Dallas. If we lose the third game in a row and the third game is against Dallas, man, the, the coaches, period, they're, they're going to have a, a hot flame under their backside. Not, not that they shouldn't right now, but man, they, they will feel the heat and the pressure. Uh, gonna, if, if we I'm going to make a prediction week. right now. As I said earlier, that you and I haven't been on any platforms right now to to um, see what press conference, post game press conference is. I haven't I'm going to make a prediction at this point. I'm going to make a prediction that if we lose next week to Dallas, and it may already be be out there, and that's why I was going. It may already be out there, but certainly if we lose next week to Dallas, there's going to be call for Ron's job. If it if it's not even out there already, yeah, it that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, if it's not, it, out, there, if it's not or, out there already. I mean, people are already calling for Del Rio's job, right? Um, okay. I know that's some some that's more of the knee jerk reaction fan out there, but yeah, depend, part of it depends on how we lose. If we if we lose, how we lose. Um, but if we come out playing like we did today and lose to Dallas, oh. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of questions uh, that need to be answered on how the coaching staff is preparing this team for week to week. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that game is and that game is here. So so it's here in being our backyard in Dallas. In, in yes. Dallas. Yep. And so it's in our backyard. Uh, so we'll have to deal with that for a week. But man, if if all of a sudden we lose two division games, which means we'd be on a three game losing skid. Yeah, it won't it won't be pretty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk about game, that man. game. We'll talk about that game uh, here in we a few will. days. We will. We'll do a, a podcast on on the upcoming game against Dallas. But so. but this is an ugly game. Team is team seems to be regressing. There's a lot of that we, yeah. We're, in we're areas three, that I thought that we were going to be solid solid on. I I I don't I don't know what's going on, man. Yeah, we're, we're three <laughs> I, weeks in. Loss. 
three weeks in and there's a lot of aggravation, frustration on Washington fans. You know, uh, I, I'd be interested, you know, now, now granted, uh, Dallas week always pulls people in, but after Dallas week, especially if we were to lose, what, what are the stands going to look like? You know, what are the, what are the sports bars going to look like? You know, what are the TV ratings in, in Washington going to look like for, for Washington games? You, you're going to see, you're going to see it fading down, down, down. And, um, I don't like like, oh, like that. it's just another, but, but, but people like are going to be like the casual fans um, will be tuning out and saying, you know what? I got some leaves to rake instead of watching yeah. this horrible team. Then, then rake them now. That's if, fine. if all of a sudden, that's, this, that's sudden, this is going to be the reason, if this is going to be the reason you want to go rake leaves on Sunday, then go rake them now. <laughs> don't, 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 don't wait till next week. Don't, don't, you, don't wait. Come up with an excuse. People find an excuse. No I, no, I know, and I know what you're talking about. I, and these are fan, these are fair weather fans. I don't want them. I, I don't like being around people like that. I'm not uh, saying you got to. I'm saying you got to eat, sleep, and breathe Washington football. That's not what I'm talking about. But don't be that guy that comes out just when we winning. Don't, don't be that guy. Oh, well, you and I aren't that guy, right? But we see at the sports bar, the the fan club and everything that we're at. Uh, that we've seen in past years the. Attendance drops dramatically, and yes, we've been critical of those people. But you see it is thong? what it is. Yeah, Be- because I know we try to keep our keep our podcast family friendly and all that kind of stuff. But man, I wish I could, I wish I'd be using another finger right now. But I'm gonna use the <laughs> thumb down. I'm gonna use thumb the thumb down. down just to keep it PG. Yeah. But boy, yeah. there's another finger on my on my hand I like to use right now for people like that. Uh, the pinky? Yeah, yeah. The uh, anyway. <laughs> You got anything else you want to wrap up? Because I know we're both frustrated, and we could kind of just, you know, beat this. Yeah, beat man, this I'm horse. mad, Ken. I'm mad, but but I mean, because I don't, like I said, I don't mind losing, man. I don't mind losing. I'm not a sore loser, but man, it's how you lose. And these past two weeks, the way we've been losing games, man, has got me got me feeling a little different. That's why I say I don't need a fourth week. If they don't get this thing turned around, at this point, this Dallas game is probably a must win, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, well, if we keep playing like this. Um, you know, my, my eight and nine record might be a little bit high. Uh, and, and I don't anticipate they're going to play like that all year long. You know, Washington, I think we'll get something together at some point, hopefully sooner than later, obviously. And they'll, they'll get, you know, a, a few games together where they start playing and kind of get into a rhythm, but yeah, they need to figure it out. And what that means is be like any other year, it's too late. By the time they get it together and start clicking. Well, they need to do it quickly. It's, yes, absolutely. It's too late. It's too late, right? We, we got to start fighting games in, in a playoff mode in week 10. Like, like come on, no, man. Yeah. No, no, no. They got to they do it this week. And, and, and I know saying this is a, a must-win game, must win game is a little oh, it's must win. Uh, extreme, but – you're you're close to it, you know. It is. The only thing that can make this day better, man, if I go check on my fantasy. We, we don't we don't talk <laughs> fantasy here. Right, let me let me meet, I'm gonna let me meet you. Uh, hold on, let me meet. I got a control. See now, y'all can't hear him. Go ahead and talk all the fantasy you want. Nobody can hear you right now, Rich. We don't talk fantasy on this. All right. See, y'all can't hear him. We can't hear you. We got you muted. I got I you know I I got the power. 
All right, all right, you're all back. Right. You're 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 back. You done, you're... You done fooling around with me? <laughs> Listen, I'm just simply saying the only thing that can help make this day a little bit better now if I can all of a sudden be playing well on my fantasy team. So I need to go go check that out, see how that's going, you know. And then I'll be on well, for Monday yeah. night. Yeah. Be rooting, rooting Monday night. Let's go, let's go big blue. Yeah, let's go Giants. Uh let's go, let's that, go that big definitely... blue. But so anyway, I don't anyway, have anything else. That's, that's all I got, man. All right, that's man. all I got. Till our next so we'll, so stay, uh, podcast. Stay, stay tuned, folks. Yeah, stay tuned to us uh, uh, later this week. We'll be putting out the preview uh, for the uh, upcoming Dallas game. So, you know, you see the banner there. You know, make sure you follow us on Twitter at the two knuckleheads. That's at D-A, the number two knuckleheads. And uh, we'd we love to hear from you and get some feedback on you. Not only on the, on the podcast, but on the team as well. I'm pretty sure Twitter is on fire right now, man. So I'll have to check it out. Oh, oh. It's it's gonna be it's ugly out there right now. It's one of those things that I don't even want to get on because oh, I'm getting it, on. as as Matt as upset as you and I are, we're still somewhat rational. And some people are gonna be like fire everybody. You know, cut every oh, cut yeah. cut Wentz, fire Ron, fire you know, both defensive offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. I'm like, all right, well, you know, let's let's go get a couple guys down at the Safeway food store. And, uh, I'm pretty sure people are calling for Howard right now. Yeah, calling for everybody. Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Well, maybe I have on a different hat next week. But uh, that's all I got, for y'all. So please follow us, like us, retweet us, share, spread the word. We try to be reasonable. We try to be PG. Uh, when Ken and I is off air, um, it's not quite so PG, but we try to. Not on, try not to be PG a, yeah, not with a game like this. Yeah, not with a game like this. Yeah. Because I tell you what, them. I thought you needed me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, till next time, y'all. Peace out. Peace out, knuckleheads.